welcome to a, another episode of This American Irish Life uh, podcast with me, Mark O'Keefe. Hey, bitch, what's your name? Catherine Hansen. Oh, yeah, yours is a cute name. Where'd you get that? You do that all the time. Your new thing is calling me a bitch on this podcast. I want to be, you know, make the fellas think I'm cool. They might think you're cool. Yeah. You, I like the way all your eye noises sound. My eye noises? Life. 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 Die. Die. Nine. Nine. We have to pause because I want to fuck now. No. But it's uh, fun. I like the way it sounds. makes you wet. Yeah. That's, that's, I think that's a common uh, trend with chicks and accents. I don't think it's the same with guys with accents. Really? I don't think guys are like, oh, I want to bang that chick with that um, Canadian accent, you know? Canadian accent? I said Ghanaian, but no one like, is that even a place? Ghanaian? Ghanese? Get, what, if you're from Ghana. No I, idea. I guess I could have, I, actually, you know what, I changed my mind. Because I think a French accent is pretty hot. Yeah, look at that. Look, you just you just totally changed who you were mm-hmm, yeah. within the last minute and a half. Sometimes you try and make a point and then you can't. Do you know who you are? No. I mean, this is a journey of self-discovery that lasts two months or so. How long have we been here? Oh, Coming yeah. Coming in hot from Bentonville Green, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> How long have we been here? Yeah. Uh, coming up. We're coming up on two months. One week here. One week in Bentonville Green. Yeah. 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 It's been a good week. It has been. Well, here's the thing. I mean, like, we hated Canning Town, which we've communicated. I we hated people, it. Everyone, yeah, everyone hates Canning Town. Everyone hates Canning Town. People in Canning Town hate Canning Town. They gotta hate it. Yeah, and so then I was really happy to come to Bethnal Green because it's the opposite of Canning Town. It's like hipster central. But that means if you want to go... Eat, but is it though? I don't fucking know. I just know that we tried to go out to eat on a weekend between the hours of noon and three o'clock and that was impossible because anywhere that wasn't a hipster joint had hipsters in line. Yeah, ruining it. Ruining it. And then we couldn't possibly pay like $15 for fucking eggs. No, we're not going to do that. I wasn't going to do that. So then we go to the place that we were like, hell yeah, this is going to be the spot. You know, like hole in the wall. Dirty cafe, greasy spoon, I think is what they call them. Ramshackle, spitting the food, you know, the whole works. I was fucking excited. That shit gave you, we almost couldn't go out and have any fun because your butthole was leaking. I'm ashamed to say that it was too dirty for us. I thought we were like we were able to hang with the dirty poor people, but we got in there, we sat down, and then it filled up with. I mean, we're certainly not classy hipster kids. Speak for yourself. <laughs> but we were looking for somewhere in between that and just, you know, scum, for want of a better word. Hip, something between hipster and scum. Yeah. Yeah, we're somewhere in between there, I, like, but that place was scum, dude. Yeah, that place is like football hooligans and just just full on alcoholics. I can't believe I ordered everyone looked fish like and shit. Chips. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah, it was yeah. So that happened, and then um, you like you know had like one of those wonderful things that happens when you age. I don't know. What what, what do you think it was? Too much gas. <laughs> oh yeah. And I learned a fun fact about you that day. You what? remember that? The little baby. That your little baby. I mean, I guess if babies wipe their butthole with toilet water. Oh, This yeah. was one of my favorite things that I've ever probably heard. There's no sink in our bathroom. Okay, yeah. So the bathroom is separate from... It's the... not like I would do that normally. I Give was me being... a fucking break. You said it to me with the with the energy of someone who had done it multiple times. Like, this wasn't your first time. No, I use sink water. When I've, I have done this before, but I use sink water. Okay, so do you want to explain what you said to me? I said I needed to wet the tissue paper to clean my bum. Yeah, okay, let, I'll do it. Because you walked in the room and you were like, I don't know if I want to tell you this. And I was like, out with it. And which now, you know, of course, now we're recording it on a podcast. So it, it's uh. it's fine. But it's it, you looked at me and you were like, well, because so the bathroom, the sink is separate from the toilet. They're in different rooms? They're in different rooms. They're mm. in different rooms, to be fair. I mean, <laughs> I guess. And I guess you had such a like a ass explosion that you felt like... Oh, I, yeah, an ass attack. Yeah. Um, so you told me that you dipped the toilet paper 
Out, you flush the toilet. I flushed. Very important you say that. I'm not. Is a, it? I'm not a filthy, <clears throat> filthy barn animal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess barn animals don't use toilet paper at all. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm not the most <coughs> hygienic boy in the world. But I did flush the toilet, and then I got some toilet paper and dipped it in the fresh, clean, pristine. Pristine. That's Lord, the word you're yeah, using. Water, yeah, clean water. So, like, you just had explosive diarrhea in that toilet bowl. You give it one flush, and you're like, this is pristine now. The flush on that toilet isn't just one flush. It's very powerful. Yeah, I'll give it to you. It's a powerful flush. It's still a fucking toilet. So then what you do is you take the toilet paper, and you dip the toilet paper in the toilet water, and then you wipe your butthole clean. What does it mean to do? Ruin my pants. Ruin my pants. Ruin my confidence then. Ruin this relationship. Ruin everyone's life. I can't just be shitting all over everything. So fucking funny, dude. <laughs> and like, so of course I'm like Googling. What did I Google? Like, can you wipe your butthole with toilet water? Like, is toilet water clean? Yeah, is toilet water clean? And um, so from our uh, good friends over at Quora, <laughs> this is my favorite. Oh, yeah, I love Quora. Yeah, it was like typically... This is, you know, obviously, who are this is a former car wash employee. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. And they say, typically, you could do literally anything you want with it except drink it and let too much of it touch your bottom or genitals. <laughs> if it somehow hits your skin, immediately get it off with a piece of toilet paper. You could easily gain an infection, so watch out. It's just common sense to not drink it. It's more dangerous than your own liquid urine. So what you, by this logic, what you should have done is pissed all over a piece of toilet paper and wiped your butt with that. Well, we know that for next time. You know, and I love you enough that maybe, maybe. You'd pee in my asshole. I'd pee in your asshole. For you can't even aim your butt that way. My butt? That's women Are you saying, their... you're saying I would you pee out poop your on your poop to... Well, women pee out their ass. Where's and I will that? not accept any bullshit that you don't. <laughs> I've been thinking this for years and so I'm not ready to change my um my thought process okay you just want to hold on to that one yeah you pee out your ass you vagrants you're just trying to save face because you wiped your butthole with toilet water and I still fucked you that's the thing, that's I, went the thing to the show, I went to the shower afterwards and I put a I used I a whole I am pretty sure that didn't happen I used a whole bar of soap up there which you is just shoved thing. the entire oh, bar I just, there. Yeah, I just shoved Is it still in there right now, yeah. melting? It's, yeah, it's melting. That's the only way your butthole will be clean <laughs> if you have soap melting from the inside out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that, that was a really funny thing that I got to learn about you. Um, and, like, I'm disgusting. You know what I mean? I'm, like, the pinnacle of gross. That, Ooh, girl, you nasty. You girl, you nasty. But that is one of the... That is one of the you surprised me with that one. I got. I really enjoyed it. I was it. being. I, that's called being thrifty. I think thrifty. When well, you're recycling, you, uh, frankly, you are. You know, given that water, that toilet water, a double use in a in a planet. That's, I know. I'm in a tight situation. Yeah. Well, I mean, no. Like the planets. And the thing is, it's running not that, out of resources. I guess, it's, I guess if you think about it, it's not that I was actually stuck in there without toilet paper or anything. I just thought it might be cleaner to get a bit of. Get a bit of H2O up there. Yeah, so I'd love to hear from anybody listening um, if they agree with you or not. But uh, I do accept you for this thing that you do in private to your butthole. You don't know anything yet. Well, I guess that's the the journey of love, isn't it? Mm. That How the magic just unfolds day by day. And it's going to get harder as I get more comfortable with the way I use my anus. Yeah, I mean, well, we, you know... I don't know. There, there's we've introduced farting now. I don't think it came naturally. Like I've definitely I I've Sometimes been. Sometimes I laugh too much. And it... No, it's hilarious. No, and I mean, um, well, like I've been in relationships where like I've never farted in front of somebody, and we don't even talk about it. And that's oh. usually them. They're like, they're like a little fucking princess bitch. But then I've been in ones where we like, you know, whatever. It was almost like too casual. But ours, I think it. I mean, it started like very like silent farting and then if one of us got too close right you know as it happened i push you away yeah you i'll push, push you into traffic if you get too close to be honest if it gets bad enough you did try to push me out of the room I and i and i told you one day to um cover your your face with a pillow yeah don't look at me 
Yeah, but um, you did. <laughs> you, you farted today, and this was this was disturbing. You were like, you didn't know what was happening. Like you said, I, got, I was shocked. I got a freak because I did. I, I heard it before I felt it, and I was like, oh, that's me. It yeah. is me. He was. He was like. You were like. We found out it was happening at the same time. And then you stopped it midway through and you looked locked at me. Ice. Yeah, you locked eyes with me like we were going to like n- decide what was happening. And then you let out a sound I've never... It was it was great. It was a, it was a great fart noise. It was fantastic. It was like, oh, I mean, you sounded deeply unwell, but it was, <laughs> but it was I very am funny. That stupid diner poisoned me. Yeah, the diner we ate at. But it's like I don't know, you know what are you really, what are you really supposed to do? I mean, if you're if you're gonna be with somebody, fucking forever, what are you what are you supposed to do? Hold in all your farts? If you're rich enough to have a kind of a fat room in your house that you bought, like you're gonna have to. Run oh, to I guess the... that's a bathroom. I guess that's just a bathroom. Why would you have a sp- another room just for farts? <laughs> that's really rich. That's <laughs> opulent. That, yeah, that's, that's some fancy rich people shit. But I mean, like, do you really think? Somebody should be running the bathroom every time. I'm not gonna run to the bathroom every time. No, I just face it. Like, I just when you've been, you'll know, you'll know where my face. I'll try, I'll try and look like nothing's going on. But if you look at me in the eyes, I'll start laughing. Yeah, I mean, you have walked to a corner a couple of times and like yeah, I, I walked to the corner, the corner of the room. And you look at me. I'm not good at I'm not good at hiding stuff. But then we also thought it'd be pretty funny if you could like. If like we were locking eyes from across the room at each other, like at like a function or an event, if you like threw your ass, like kind of you know, flipped like it a kind of just like kind of picture my farts like yeah. a baseball, with yeah, chore and with I could catch picture. it and like pretend to sniff it. You know what I mean? Like when you catch a kiss. Ooh, girl, you are nasty. Yeah. I get why you have that name. Yeah, that'd be funny. <laughs> I get why you have that. That's name. love. So That's a lot nice. of butt stuff. It, it, hey, it, I feel like all the butt stuff is coming around holidays, right? Because like you licked my butthole on my birthday, and it was Valentine's Day this past weekend, and that's when all the what farting was? and the what did we do for Valentine's Day? butthole thing. Uh, well, both you and I tried to foster our careers. <laughs> that's what you can call them. You did that radio show. Hey, I did a radio show in Essex. That's another trip to there without paying. I fucking love it. I love being in a fucking train station and seeing the stupid fucking loser guard who, oh, your life worked out well, didn't it, pal? Standing at the barrier and then I have to do uh, the maths in my head going, okay, how can I get out of here? Because it's like 80, you, this thing you did, it would have been 80 pounds total return? They would have been 20, they, they would have been like 22, 23 pounds each and I've done it like four times. So yeah, I'm going to call it 100 pounds. Jesus, yeah. To I don't go to care Essex, about... which, like, what's Essex like? It's where all the garbage people live. That's where all the garbage people live. Yeah, they're great. Like, the people who pick yeah. up trash are actual no, garbage people. No, one of those people with fucking all the chicks, all the, like, covering tans or fucking tits are out. They look retarded. So it's not all like the, the garbage. guys have chains. They've got their hair slicked back. They look fucking retarded. And they're all in the bars and they look like they're trying to fight each other. It was amazing. I loved it. It was like a safari for me. It was like a safari of the mentally challenged. And they're beautiful. They all look gorgeous as well. It's great. It's a great place. They all look retarded. And now retarded, gorgeous. gorgeous. Retarded, gorgeous. Like beautiful, mentally challenged. My type or no? That's so our type. It's like the shows we watch. Oh, like but yeah, it's like the shows we watch. That's not our type. We... No, it's not our type. They sort of type, but they're fun to watch. They are fun to watch because you can say whatever animals. you want about them because they kind of look good, but they're fucking retarded as well. That's yeah. great. It's great. It's great. They're so confused looking. Just tits and biceps everywhere. Oh my god. I was having a time of my life just laughing. Men and women have both. <laughs> yeah, they're just, they're a mess. Like, as in, you can see they got like five or six hours getting ready and they look fucking stupid. They look, like, it looks, oh, it was great. Yeah, my kind of town. I mean, I'm thinking I booked more in London, you know what I mean? What about you, though? What did you do Valentine's Day? Valentine's Day. Well, I, I had a cool week. Regard in, in the last week, I did. Uh, I won this. It's called the Blackout and Up the Creek. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's sort of like a gong show now. Like in America, gong shows are like not a thing, and so like to just like explain to anybody who doesn't know what a gong show is, it's like you get up there. In, in this one, you had like two minute grace period where you cannot get gonged off which essentially means like at this up the creek one what they did was they gave 
three random audience members cards. You had two minutes on stage to do whatever you were going to do without anybody being able to lift up the cards. And then after that, you have three more minutes, a total of five minutes to remain on stage without having anyone lift up the cards like three times, basically. Does it, did I explain that well? God, I'm, I would make a horrible teacher. Um, so it's like a great teacher. You'd be like, now get your uh, med pipe and get your mm-hmm. med, uh, put one inside the other and smoke it. Yeah, I could teach somebody to smoke meth only because smoking meth was fun. <sighs> but, but anyway, like, so the, if, so the audience each had, there's three cards in the audience and management essentially as a card. So if three lights go off when you're on stage, the stage blacks out and then you're fucked. You're off the stage. But if you survive the five minutes without having three cards go up, then you move on to being a finalist or whatever. So I survived the five minutes and then I was voted the winner. Oh my God. Yep. And I won a bottle of champagne. I I didn't even know this. You're so full of shit. Oh my God. I brought you the bottle of champagne and then we gave it to Arnie. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. And so that was fun. Uh, Then I did backyard comedy, which was... That was great. It was really packed. Great. Packed. Fun. Um, I was there holding her jacket, fucking. I I videoed the set. I'm like a good fucking feminist, active. Yeah, you're a great feminist holding Just that standing jacket. Standing there holding her shit. A human, a human coat rack. Yeah, with my soft feminist, bare feminist penis. Yeah. Kind of just dribbling, constantly dribbling. Constantly dribbling from yeah. all that toilet water falling yeah. out of all parts of your body. <laughs> <Some> infection. <laughs> From infection. Uh-huh. Uh. But on Valentine's Day, so I guess you went to Essex. I did a show with the B Comedy Dudes. It's this group of Italian comics. They're fucking, they're just solid, solid people. Marco and Tiziano. His name is Tiziano. Isn't that a fun name to say? Tiziano. Yeah, it's like breasts and pizza. It's like pizza. It's like a a pair of breasts on a pizza. A pair of breasts on a pizza. That's what comes to my mind. Tiziano. Yeah. You know, have a Valium on a Sunday. It's all very smooth. Yeah. I f- yeah, I'm feeling good right yeah. now. Um, but t- I imagine tits on a calzone when I hear the name it's tits calzone on a calzone of pizza. This is folded. It's folded, kind of. Yeah, wow. Yeah, it's so- I think it sort of is like that. That's a good That's way. That's too fatty. A lot of carbs. Yeah. Is it filled with cheese or is it just a pizza Yeah, it's folded? filled with cheese and like... I fucking Maybe want me? I want one new. Okay. I fucking I- want one new. I don't. Let's do something about it. No. Let's go to Tesco after We're this. We're in the middle of recording I know, a but podcast. afterwards, after this, let's get a pizza. I don't care. I don't care about getting fat anymore. Not since we had a yeah, half a vacuum, I don't care about anything. You've been fucking... I think one of the reasons you're farting so much is you, you can't stop eating candy. I'm addicted to energy drinks. And energy drinks. I'm addicted to them. It's a problem. I drink them. I get high for like five minutes. I have a great time. And I start crashing and I hate everything. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but so I did that. I did a gig with the B comedy guys, which is always great. It's always fun. And then I got to do, this was really great. Um, caring and considerate, hilarious comedian, Nick Coppin of, uh, Shaggers comedy. He's an Australian comic. He's in Australia right now where I'll be seeing him in a couple weeks, um, running shows, but all over the world, he was holding Shaggers shows and so we had one here at the I always I always pronounce this wrong and you say it's really funny I'm like Leicester but apparently it's the Leicester Le- the Leicester the Leicester uh, theater was it yeah Leicester Square Theater Leicester Square Theater was it by a Sansbury's I don't know uh-huh. I don't know why you laugh but I feel like you're gonna tell me about it later no it's just you you like to it Sansbury's don't you oh Sansbury yeah how do you say it mm-hmm Sainsbury's. In Sainsbury's? Yeah. Yeah, so I pronounced Lester and Sainsbury's wrong. I've been doing Leicester and Sainsbury's, but what are you going to do? I don't know what's going on here. Um, but yeah, it was a it was a cool, it was a cool, I mean, it was a theater. It, it, it was like 350 Lady, people or oh, some coming shit. coming up, man. You're, 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 uh... You know, it's weird. It's day by day. We're currently in this moment. I feel like my career is over. <laughs> nah, it's hard, hard, hard. yeah it feels um it's weird though too doing like a theater like i've done a theater once back in what well, was it in new york it was like in pennsylvania and it was like half full great gig though my my another carrying considerate hilarious comedian paul spratt 
Is that a second name? Paul Spratt. Is that his first and second name? Yeah. Spratt. Spratt. That's like a, you use that to use. It's like fishing bait for a bigger fish. Spratt. Yeah. Well, that's his last name. Wow. Fishing bait. For I wonder a is he fish. from a fishing background? Probably not. I'm gonna go with no. Super question. Continue. But that theater was like half full, and it was like my first. It's one of my first times running a longer set, really. Um, this was a little bit different. It was like 350 people. And it's like, you've done theaters before, right? Mm, I think so. Why do I can't, I can't remember now, but I did. I did, yeah, I did. I did rooms that are as big as theaters. Yeah. Well, it's weird because Top Secret. <coughs> That's almost a theater size room. Yeah. Same with the backyard your night. That's like bigger than like a normal comedy club, isn't it? Think? Yeah, but it seems like two or three hundred people. It's weird though because those rooms have like a comedy club feel, whereas this theater felt like a theater. Higher ceiling, maybe. I mean, it was cascading. You know what I mean? What the hell is that word? The seating, like what so. What for? You, you know, like upstage me with your big words. All this volume is making me very loosey goosey. You are feeling, you aren't seeming loosey goosey. Go on, explain. I'm the... gonna smack you in the face. No, <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Explain it again. We have Cascading. a reverse me too thing going on here. Um, me three. You know when like the seating starts, you walk into a room and it, and it starts up high. Yeah. And then it kind of like goes down. Yeah. That's that's like kind of cascading. Oh, nice. Yeah, so, so they're up high at the back, and they're like, and you're below them, and then they're the front, they're below you, almost. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's a different vibe because you know how like in a club everybody's on the same, same level. level. Yeah, yeah. So this but is the theater, like, there's like kind of um, hierarchies. There's people up in the balcony, and there's a scum up the front. This one didn't have bottom. a balcony, but it was f- huge and full, and it was like, I don't know, it just it feels like there's a different vibe, and like I I'm not totally experienced with like doing what I guess is club comedy in a theater so it's funny because I've watched back on that tape and I'm like you know and even how I felt up there like it wasn't like a bomb or anything it was a good set but I'm like I don't know you know it's like a different yeah you need more time for the the jokes to travel towards the back it, of the it, room something like that your timing's gone different now it seemed different, and it also seemed like it was harder to connect with yeah. everybody. Whereas even in a club that's filled, like even like a top secret, do you know what I mean? I feel yeah, like everyone's crushed together right in front of you. Yeah, and so it's like even if you can't see them, like super in the back, it's like I don't know. You there's a there's there's an energy in the room because everybody's yeah crammed together or something. Mm. It was just weird, and like. And by weird, I mean great. The gig was great. I I mean I was like weird. Like I I didn't feel. You know, I didn't. I felt it, like that was like a new experience for me, and I didn't necessarily have the tool in my mind to do what I do to the best of my ability in a space like that. Which I know sounds insane because you're like, why can't you do it anywhere? But it just no, it felt different up there. It's definitely different. Yeah, so it was you're definitely doing like tiny adjustments of subconsciously. Exactly, that's you know, what I mean. In, like you're, you're uh, controlling your voice and then you're projecting, and this is all very technical stuff. I know, and it's weird, and it's I feel like it's stuff like you don't know to think about until you've done it, right? You mm. know what I mean? Like I was up there and I was like doing what I do, and I was like, huh, like this is how I do it. But it's hitting differently, and I wonder why. And like now I've looked back on it, and I'm like, oh, like I'll see what to do next time. I'm in a theater of that size, like an actual theater. You know, the gig itself was like fucking awesome. Everybody on the gig, first of all, it was such a pleasure to work with people who were just all really nice and who were all funny in their own way, you know, and who all had clearly like honed in on what it is they do. And God, what is his name? Uh, my, I basically, one of my new favorite stands that I, a guy I stand for, um, was a comic that I saw, like, you know, they had me go first, which like you, it's tough. well, I mean, I'm down to do it or whatever, but I don't know if I'm necessarily like the best comic to, even on a show that shaggers, which is like, it's all about like dirty sex shit, but you know, 
I don't still, I'm like, I'm not a dipping your toe into that environment. I'm like a full fledged getting hit by a bus with that shit. So having me go first is like, it's pretty much setting a fucking tone. And I do think it kind of surprised everybody. But then the host who was uh, super nice, this comic named James, he was like, well, there was another guy on the show. He was this Asian guy named Quan Wen Huang. Quan oh Wen Hang. Maybe it's Wan Wen Hang. God, I'm so fucking white. I feel so bad because huge fan of this dude. Um, he is um, a, ra- a rotund Asian gay man. And he gone out there and just flowed out onto the stage and was just like, you know, I know what you're thinking. The cartoon panda come to life. <laughs> and like, I just, the moment he opened his mouth and said that and you just saw his energy and his fucking attitude, I was here for it and he would say the most offensive shit in the friendliest way and then when the people were like he would double down and i was like fuck yeah i screaming with laughter it's just it's very fun i know you watch a lot of comedy compared to me i think and so but for me it's always a pleasure to like be at a place and see somebody and go hell yeah you know and where you actually get to laugh yeah, I usually, yeah, I wonder if I feel the same. Usually, like, is that person better than me? And then I just feel resentment. Are you really that bitter? No, I'm just joking around. You're just kidding. No, I'm just kidding around. No, you seem to like that guy. Maybe you'll work with him again. Maybe? I think you will. I think you're, you're, I think you're heading for the stars, baby. Uh, or shoot for, shoot for the moon. Uh, you'll hit the fucking stars. Yeah, we'll see. And then I, uh, on Saturday, I would I would do a bringer at a at a show. Yeah, that was you found that very upsetting, didn't you? I was I well, you know, because it's funny because I guess I'm a bitch, but like, you know, here is sweet though. Well, it's just so different here. Like, do you want to explain how it works? No, you 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 explain, and I'll just jump in with a smart comment every once in a while. Yeah, we and just a full disclosure. We each had half a Valium before we started this, and he's since crushed a beer. So I feel like that now we're in a nice floaty I was zone. Fucking, where, yeah, I'm more floaty than like pachow, pachow, pachow. Yeah, and I'm you know just I mean? screaming per usual. Um, it's just like the gigs here. Like some of them are, you know, it's in New York. Like you know, bringers are for clubs and for newer comics to bring people, so pro comics can have an audience. And here. They make you, like, bring a bringer to, like, what is effectively, like, a bar show, even if it's a good bar show, if they don't already know you. And just, yeah, just bring homeless people to see how long they'll keep, uh, they'll keep that thing going. Yeah. Well, I get the idea why they do it, though, you know, to guarantee an audience, but it's not like that audience thing is, like, stacked to laugh, and then you're like, what are they laughing at sometimes? Well, or like, for example, I said I would go with you because I, you didn't know it was a bringer until you like looked at the email, like when you're on your way there. And so I was like, fuck it. Like I didn't have a gig. So I was like, I'll go because, you know, love is pain. And, <laughs> and, but the, but then we got there and I'm already like, I don't know, I guess I'm a bitch. I just have a hard time. I've never been good at the hanging out thing, like going to a club and hanging out and showing face when I'm not on a show. Because in my mind, I'm like, I've got 15 million other things I could be doing instead. And um, so it's like the moment I walk into a venue that I'm not performing at, I'm like furious, which is totally ridiculous. But I'm like insanely angry. And... You like go up to the guy and you're like, you know, when am I gonna be up, uh, Captain? Yeah, uh, I call I call MCs Captain, don't they? Captain, I, my I Captain. I always do that. But I heard the guy go fifth. That's all I heard, fifth. And so I was like, ah, oh, fuck, that's not great. But whatever. I only have to sit through like four comics, and then maybe we can sneak out of here. And then you came back to me and you were like, I'm fifth in the second half, which is like pretty much at so the end of the show. So I was like strap in for three hours of top notch, no fat on the bone, hilarity. I 
almost had a yeah you almost you went you went on mom on me and you're like i'm, I'm going talking to the man okay first of all <laughs> let's start let's I, this is a this is a great way to lead into some other shit too like let me start by saying yes i did i did look at you because i was thinking because first of all we had plans we did to go do drugs and oh, we yeah. had to get to this place because after 10 p.m they charged a cover to get in but before 10 p.m they didn't right so putting you at fifth in the second half, we were going to be fucked and have to pay the cover. So what I was going to do was I, I was like thinking, well, what if I go up to the guy and I'm like, hey, I'm a comic. I'm his bringer. I've got another show. I can't stay as the bringer till the end. Is it possible to have him go first? And then because I'm a fucking adult, I realized I can't meddle in your bullshit. And I agreed to do the fucking thing. And even though I hated it, that I just needed to suck it up and sit the fuck down and smile and clap and whatever. And some and the comics, I mean, like, I'm not going to say everybody was, like, super polished or whatever, but, like, they were funny. Because then our friend Arnie got there, tagged me out. He became your bringer, and I got to do MDMA downstairs and talk to another funny, caring, and considerate comedian, Phil Kostolevsky. I don't even know if that's how you say his name. But... Um, it, you know, it was a good night, and actually, everybody there was really nice. But I was just Arnie is a great bringer. He laughs at he laughs at everything. He laughs at everything. Really loud, so it gives everyone confidence. And super, super solid dude. But like, you know what I mean? I guess it's. I was sitting there. I was like, man, last night I was playing like a fucking theater to like 350 people, and now I'm sitting here as a bringer at this show where nobody knows me. With little old me, little old me doing my little old joke stuff, just trying out a few funnies. Yeah. But actually, then I ran into another great comic, Davina Bentley, who I met at the uh, Edinburgh Fringe as well. She's super funny. She was the girl you liked at the end. Yeah, she was, I was chatting with her. I put my social anxiety aside, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to fucking have a conversation with a stranger at a bar without having, like, five drinks with me. Isn't that impressive? It was. And I held a conversation. I kept on, like, going back to, like, you know... I was like going, and another thing about the weather, it's bloody windy, and I heard this storm, Dennis, well, what a menace, I was killing it with the weather uh, stuff, and then when when, like, I ran out of weather stuff, I was like, hold that thought, and I got out my phone, and I googled more detailed weather updates, and boom, I was back in the game. Well, yeah, you were talking to her for like 20 minutes, and then eventually I saw your dick come out, and I was like, oh, he's doing a Louis C.K. <laughs> and, uh, you know, but I was proud, because you had the the time. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's what happens when I run out of weather, uh, weather analogies. I just got my penis out. You were like, well, it worked for his career. Um, I think he's doing well again. Yeah, you know, I, I was told back in New York, I guess he had a set at the stand and was accepted back into society, but... I was told that by an unreliable source who likes to lie to me just to get a rise out of me. Not that I would particularly be offended if Louis C.K. got to come out and be funny again, but... I'd love to go see him. I'd go see him, and if I'd go see him, and even if he just, like, demanded that he does all his sets with no pants on, I'd still go and see <laughs> that, him. That's actually... No. What, That'd be great. You know what would be great, actually, is if we did demand... That all of his sets from here on out were done without pants. That's funny having a, like a kind of dirty grey hoodie and then just no pants. Yeah. Or no underwear. And yeah. then just like and then like when he pees he doesn't even like like you know use his hands. He just yeah. like does his joke and his pee just comes over his day. Yeah, since he likes to have his dick out. That'd be great. He just doesn't get to have his dick in anymore. And so now he can just have his dick out at all times, do his jokes, everybody gets to laugh, everybody wins. It gets hard like sometimes just for no reason. And it just like and then it's absolutely so, that's great. I mean, some people. I'd love probably... to do that. Know that if I need to make the extra money, I like to do um, you know, portrait stuff like like uh, still life drawings where you're just like I'll do it naked. I think it'd be hilarious. You would be the model. Yeah, you'd be a good model. And then just get like and then sometimes I just get hard for no reason. And then it'd be like, can you please stay soft for the. Because I'm after drawing your penis soft already, and I'll be like, no can do, bro. I don't follow the rules. Did you fart, or was that your phone? That was my phone. I heard, I heard a, now I'm just, it's like I'm in shell shock all the time. No. And you're just, you're farting all the time. I'm in a group. I think, um, yeah, actually, that would be pretty easy money. You could become a, a, a I'm going to look model. into it. But I just want to, I just want to say. My body's sore from landscaping. 
I. It's gonna vibrate and ring over there okay, too. Okay. Okay. Um. What I wanted to say was, I. While I thought about going all helicopter mom, that's not really what that is. But while I thought about going all mom, I didn't because. No matter what, and we've discussed this, you know, nobody should be interfering with anybody's career, no matter what. You, would you agree? Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to be accused of uh, the, uh, nepotism because you're hanging around with me when I'm kidding. You know? Yeah, that's that's what I'm referring to. No. <laughs> but I mean, like... You know what I mean? Like it's it's in no way my place to go and ask something on your behalf. If you had wanted to, I mean, but you were in a position where you just were meeting these people and everything. You know, I didn't know them or anything. Yeah, so I wanted to be on my best behavior. Exactly, which is not asking for things. I ask for things all the time, but that's just who I am. You know what I mean? And we're different in that way. Mm -hmm. Um, but like, you know what I mean? Like, it was more like being enraged by the idea that I had to sit there for fucking what felt like a lifetime and watch other people do stand-up comedy where I was not doing stand-up comedy. I like considered it, but what I wanted to talk about, this relates to this crazy thing that you and I have been going through. Oh my God. Are you going to, are you going to open not gonna, up I'm this not, can of worms? I'm this gonna, is so juicy. Anyone who's listening is going to be like, okay, now the podcast has started. I mean, it is one of the most wild things that's ever but happened. We've been to trying to keep it under wraps because we don't know how to deal with stuff sometimes, but oh my God, if you think home and away is dramatic, this is 10 times more dramatic. What's home and away? It's this Australian um, soap opera that's on four, five nights a week. That is really bad. Okay. Well, yeah. This is like this is like a case study, whatever this is. But to d sort of sum up, well, actually, here's what I'll say. I went on. Um, Vittorio. This is gonna have to be on a fucking full episode. No, I know. On. I'm just gonna touch on, on on exactly what happened. Touch on it. On on why the why the topic of not meddling in other people's careers is important. Is important no matter what. No matter what happens. People's livelihood, they're in their career. Or is, how someone makes a loss, in my case, how you make your money or make absolutely. a loss. It's still make, you're still making a, a living. You just might be in the negative. You're still making something. It's just not, it's not, it's it's less than zero. Yeah, you're just filling your heart with yeah. more sadness. You're yeah. hood rich with absolute sadness. No, I don't care about I'm an artist anyway. I've all, I keep on saying that. I remember, I, I said that from the start. I'm like, all these fucking sellouts making money off stand-up. I, like, I disagree with it. If someone tries and pays me, I fucking throw the money back in their face and mm. go, art. Art, art. cunt. Okay. That's all I say is art, cunt. I throw that's the money a, back in their face. That's actually what you say when you come on me. Uh, uh, yeah. Art, can I? <laughs> Now I just want you to say the word cunt when you come. Oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, um, so I went on uh, another hilarious and considerate comedian's podcast. His name is Vittorio. Cardion? No. Um, Bagabagushi. Pacino? Uh, let me look it up. It's definitely Italian. I know it, but now I just want to see what the fuck you're doing. Uh, Vittorio... Uh, Angeloni, dude. Angeloni. Okay, so I went on Vittorio Angeloni's podcast. Um, it's called The Good Guy Podcast, and um, we talked very, to... Very, very good episode. Yeah, well, he's... And Vittorio is super friendly. Um, funny guy. He's from Dublin. No, he's not. He's not? No, Where's he from? He's from Belfast. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. Actually, he's from Northern Ireland for sure. I think he's from Belfast. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I actually think Belfast. you're right. He is from Belfast. From Ulster anyway. He's not from Dublin. Your, your Irish geography is way out of whack. I forgot. Because I can't keep a track of all you dirty fucking even, immigrants. It's okay? not even... <laughs> technically, it's not even the same country. All right. Well, But that anyway. depends on your political views. I think it's all one country. And we need to do something about it. And I say, that thing involves... Balaclavas and bombs, but that's just my opinion. That's just my opinion. Whatever, whatever. 
Yeah. I'm not caught. It's not a call to terrorism. I'll agree with it's you. It's not a call to terrorism at all. I don't know what you're even talking about. Okay, anyway, he's Italian though, but he's from Northern Ireland. So already that's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. And he's a, I like him. He has beautiful eyes. Oh, hey, shut the fuck up. Your eyes are the shut only eyes that mouth. I want. Do you think I won't fucking hit you on this? I, this is only an <laughs> audio platform. No one will know. Yeah, but I, I won't. Oh, yeah, how would you like that? You hit me, but I know you didn't mean it. Hey, wait, You're get, just stressed out. Get your, get your face ready, baby. Oh, bang. Oh, fuck, yeah. Okay, that was so sad. <laughs> but um, I went on his podcast and... Basically, if you want to hear, if, if you can't wait for the full story, you can hear all of it on his podcast in the second hour of just something that you and I have been dealing with. It's drama. It's good, juicy drama. It's also has ruined my life to, to a certain degree, but not really. But it's been, it's, it's fucking my mental health. But then again, not really. That's sort of, that's a nice theme. It's been a confusing time. It's been a confusing time. Because, um... You know, without getting into it too much, someone you were dating yes. has been consistently contacting me. Yeah, she loves to contact you. And you. Sometimes me. With a fake you. email address for you. Yeah, fake email. Because you had blocked her. Gotta block them. And in addition to contacting us when we weren't responding, was on a website called Quora. I don't know. Venting as though she's a professional psychiatrist who knows about narcissism oh it's painted quite the picture of me let me tell you and me and you yeah yeah mm. and whoa did, did we look but we uh got quite the narrative on the internet i mean how many if, if, at that core i had around two hundred thousand. Two hundred thousand hits it was going shit hot and it better than anything i've ever put out on the internet well and you're right we both but probably, i'm a narcissist so i kind of inspired it yeah it was about you being a narcissist and i'm a narcissist but i'm also your new supply and she's a supply and everything we do on instagram or this or that she was watching our shit and and writing us and we weren't replying it was all like a huge fucking mess but and we can get into it. We can go into all the details at another time, which, you know, I'm, I'm happy to do at this point because it's just, I, I, the amount of people I've spoken to about this and just the behavior, everybody's stumped. So I would love to really know what the fuck is going on. But anyone who's showed it to has called this insane or <laughs> prolific. <laughs> Prolifically insane. Yeah, it's really. like, that's I mean, just so much reading. The amount of content. It's insane. Con- it's good content, some of it. You I know, mean, a lot of it's crazy. And then the input from the other people, the other crazy people. Oh, the whole thing is a, a, a big magical book of wonder. I mean, it's it's fiction. Reading it, you have to, I mean, it's, even though it's about us, I know you and you know me and people know, and it's like just not, it's about some version of us that probably exists somewhere. It's, I mean, it's it's impressive. I mean, the amount of emails I would say we received just in emails alone, probably what like a hundred paragraphs from yeah. her. And then if you add in the Quora questions that were there, um, you know, like at least a hundred more, right? I mean, there was like at least two hundred paragraphs written about us. I mean, it was a short, it was a it short was novel, biblical. That, yeah, that's a good word for it. It was it was definitely a manifesto. Oh, yeah, yeah, manifesto. I'm a fan of manifestos. I've yeah. read a lot. Read maybe a lot that's why them. she did it. Because I'm, I'm a fan of them, maybe, yeah. yeah. But um, I, I spoke about this on, for the first time, really. I, I had mentioned it. I had mentioned it on Kevin Brennan's podcast when I went on it, which she, this girl heard. I Either someone she knows paid the Patreon and gave it to her, or she paid the Patreon and gave it to her. I don't know, but she heard it. However, that works, and you know, wrote me about that. But this is the second time I really discussed it. Because and Victoria and I went into it because you know I'm I've been essentially been like cyber stalked to some degree, as have you. Yeah. By this girl. Mm-hmm. Anytime we do something on the internet, she was like listening to it. It's weird because you're putting out content and you want people to listen to it. But you don't really want them to listen to it and then like spit vitriolic fictional hate about us to strangers on the internet. But so Victoria and I talked about it um, as, you know, sort of even keeled as you can talk about such a thing. And um, within an within an hour of Vittorio uploading the podcast and me promoting it on my Instagram, this woman had listened to it. Then erased everything from Quora, 
which is fantastic. I mean, I have screenshots of all of it in the event, you know. Tiny, a tiny bit of me is disappointed because in one month we get 200,000 hits. I mean, that we should have... for a fucking million. I should have put... It was getting it, great. It was I, getting so big. I mean, my regret is not putting a stand-up video on it. Yeah. Being like, yes. oh, I'm the one who works in the sex dungeon, you know. Yeah. But whatever. But um, within an hour, she listened to it, removed everything from Quora, and written us an email saying that I guess it was over that she was finally going to be done emailing us and writing about us on the internet. But, and which was a relief, right? I mean, this has been going on since November. It's now February. Yeah. So I was like, great. I mean, this is, it's like having like the third wheel in our you know, relationship. Just, just this weird looming, like, it felt like a mom. Mm. Kind of like looming, being like, excuse me, you know, I'm watching you and or whatever. She said it was over. But then what she did was she emailed the host Vittorio or didn't email him contacted him on some social media and wrote him um, I'll put it this way at least 10 seconds worth of scrolling if you were to video you scrolling so it's like you know what 10 more paragraphs just outing herself like I've never said this girl's name anywhere neither of you Mm -hmm. um and explaining a lot and asking him to not tell me about it and saying some other shit about me. It's just like making me think there's someone. Someone needs to not be on my social media or your social media. I mean, I'm a big fan of like if a relationship ends, no matter how it ends, whether it's amicably, not amicably, badly, when it's over, you don't look at that person's shit until you yourself have healed. Yeah. And you don't look at their new person's shit if you happen to know who they are. And then you don't do whatever all of this was. You certainly don't contact them mm-hmm. multiple times and write about them on the internet. Yeah, and give them insights into... But beyond that, and I, I think, like, you know, maybe at some point we'll, like, talk more about what all this yeah, was. But yeah. contacting Vittorio was, like an amazing new line being crossed of being like, I'm going to also now talk to a colleague of mine. And in one of the emails she sent us, she had also mentioned that she had texted a comedy booker of yours back in Ireland when you guys had ended your thing, telling him that, you know, you had hurt her in a way, you know, like irrevocably. But to continue booking you, which, like... The whole thing is so gay. But, I mean, like, I feel like there's such a line, you know, there. Like, it's basically the reason why I didn't go up to a comic at what is effectively, like, a really nice bar show and say, excuse me, on your behalf. Because I have no fucking place of doing that. Like, yes, it crossed my mind in a moment of, like, anger, where I was, like, angry I had to sit there for a million years. But, like... You then calm down and you realize in no way, shape, or form should I be contacting or, or t- talking to anybody about your role in the comedy community, no matter what. And like having this chick, you know, text a booker of yours and then email a colleague of mine after telling me it was over, it's just like, yo, that's some next level shit. I mean,. You don't fuck with people's jobs. And I even, like, thought about it. And you and I talked about it. About, like, when this was all going on, at, you know, in moments where we felt pretty alarmed by the whole thing, we were like, do we send this to our editor? And be like, can you help her? Because this is, like, we don't know what to do. And, like, not even in a mean way, but being like, maybe she needs some support because this is what she's doing with her time. You know, you can't contact the people that you are accusing of hurting you over and over again. But, like, we never did that because it's kind of like that could fuck her at her job. And then, meanwhile... Jeff, you shouldn't contact people who just don't contact you back. I mean, all of this should have never happened. Like, that whole thing. But with that said, it's kind of like, it's amazing that now people in our sphere are going to be getting emails. So, if I know you... Personally, expect an email at some point after this podcast comes out. I would, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's pretty. 
we'll get into it at some point. Yeah, it's been it's been a it's been it's been a journey. It's been a hell of a ride. Yeah, I mean, fucking right. Yeah, it's been but a fucking um, rodeo. You know, do you want to plug your shit before we go? I um, I'm on Instagram, and also, I'm on Facebook. You know that? Yeah, I didn't know that. And also, mm-hmm. I'm on Cora. Ah, no, I'm not. You're <laughs> fucking elitist. That was where I was most popular. That's where I wanted to really be. I mean, that's I, honestly, honestly, that is where we both got the most hits. So ever. In some ways, I'm, I mean, I'm definitely happy it's gone. But in other ways, I'm like, fuck. I could have used it somehow. But I guess people just have to go to my Instagram, which is you, E W girl you nasty oh my god really yep and you can see all my dates in australia oh yeah i'm gonna be in australia you're also gonna be in australia i might be in australia no yeah it depends on this work so i'm gonna enter the melbourne comedy festival uh, and i might have yeah i might have a full run at some show don't want to say too much right now but by the time it goes anyway i know for sure what's your show's going on catherine what are you doing what are you doing in australia what i'm doing that? well i'm gonna be in sydney for a few weeks and you can see all my tour dates on my website at eugirlunasty.com oh my god same name that's crazy and then I'll be doing the Melbourne Comedy Festival as well as the Sydney Comedy Festival so all that info will also be on my website g'day mate Australia come down there do it a bit of a right and I'm gonna plug your Instagram for you since I think the Valium and the beer have kicked in and you don't know how to do it it's Mark's okay Uh, is he <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Well, and your shit's private right now. We've since. Oh yeah, yeah. I made my shit private. I'm making public again when I feel comfortable. Yeah, I feel comfortable right now. Maybe I'll just do it right now. Yeah, well, yeah, and then every time you don't feel comfortable, just pop a Valium and keep, <laughs> and keep that shit public. All right, well, until next time. Okay, this has been fun. Okay, see ya. Bye bye.